Hello and welcome to the Kentucky High School Sports Podcast. This is Troy Howell and we'll be talking about the last week of the regular season. Um, Frederick Douglass and Boyle County is one of the big games in the state so that's the one I'll be focusing on because I'll be there on Friday and I wrote a preview for um, Kentucky Sports Radio. I'll also be talking a little bit about Mail Manual and maybe some other things to wrap up the regular season. But, um, you know, I do the rankings, so I, I, I like talking from a ranking standpoint and, and then kind of going from there. So uh, let's see. So we've got uh, Frederick Douglass. They come in ranked, uh, what happened to my rankings? They're ranked number four in the state. Uh, they're ranked behind the male, St. X, LCA. Those are top three. So I'll get back to um, the LCA, Frederick Douglass thing in a minute. And then then you got Boyle County. They come in ranked number seven in the state. So you got Corbin five, South Warren six, Boyle seven. So Boyle is number two in 4A, and then Frederick Douglass is ranked number one in class 5A. So it should be a really good matchup. You know, if you look back, um, and I'm going to tell you who I think this game is more important to in a minute, um, and kind of who I think is going to play their starters and who maybe not. Well, uh, Frederick Douglass, they come in with a record of 9-0. Um, they played uh, Brown Station in the first week of the season. Brown Station's a good team. They're one of the top teams in 6A behind some of the Louisville powers. They uh, That game was close. It was 27-14, um, Frederick Douglass. Brown Station's now ranked 13th in the state after a big win over Madison Central. So that's by far their best win and their only top 25 win. Um the rest of their matchups are mostly city and district matchups. Someone said that the, um, I don't know if this is true, but maybe it is because they do it every year, that the Fayette County Public Schools makes each school play each other every year, even if they're not in the same district. I don't understand that. That I don't understand. If you're not in Douglas District, why would you want to play? I mean, 51 nothing Tates Creek, 50 nothing Lafayette. I mean, are these games that they have to play? Like, this is, who's who's wanting these games to be played if neither team wants it played so i don't i don't understand that so maybe they're they're kind of hamstrung with their schedule you know uh dunbar who's i thought would be a little better than they were last year but 56 13 i mean these are blowouts and then the in in, in the district battles the last i mean the last couple of weeks montgomery county 54 7 grant county that was a forfeit grant county forfeited the last minute so uh, you know, Sky County is a pretty good team. Uh, they're a fringe top 25 team, and uh, Frederick Douglass beat them 35 nothing. So that was some decent competition for Frederick Douglass. That game was close for a little bit. but um, And then uh, Great Crossing is a pretty good team, too. They're having a, one of their best seasons. I mean, it's a young school like Douglass, but they're having a good, good season. And that was 38-7, Douglass. So Douglass has really beaten everyone handily they've played, except for Bryan Station, and Bryan Station's a good team. So... How good is Douglas? Douglas is pretty good, but uh, we'll find out um, when they play Boyle County. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about um, the rankings because, um, you know, I've had, I mean, LCA's had some great wins. You know, I've had them number two, number three lately. Sometimes St. X number two, sometimes LCA number two. Those teams are close, but LCA has so many top uh, 25 wins. It's pretty interesting. It's, it's, there's been some buzz and some discussion about um, who is the best team in Lexington. You know, is it 
because I don't think Douglas ever lost a team in Lexington, but now LCA could give them, you know, a good matchup, I think. And so, you know, I, I and plus I thought the teams might play if there was some COVID cancellation, which would create some, some buzz around the city. So it's been pretty interesting, you know, when I say like did an article like who's the best team in Lexington and, you know, and, and then it's funny because people is like, oh, who cares? Like, who, no one cares. Like, we, we just want each other to be uh, to be good. And I'm like, I don't know, man, because a lot of people seem to care and to have an opinion. So um, I think the, the players do care. It's like, oh, the players don't care. Yes, they do. You know, people care about rankings. Uh, and then coaches, they would sometimes want their team to be ranked actually lower so they could use it as motivation. But anyway, um, I thought it was interesting that um, – People keep bringing up last year the fact that LCA crushed, uh, got crushed by Douglas last year, which is true. But I'm like, man, you can't just bring up last year. Like, you look at the results that LCA has this year, and it's pretty even matchup. And you know, Xavier Brown going to Virginia and whatnot, and um, and so if the teams are the same from last year this year, okay. But people act like Dekel Crowdis and Jagger, Jagger Burton are chopped liver and all the guys, Neil and the other guys that are not on this team. And I'm like, there were some other guys last year that was on Douglas. that's not on this year. And LCA is pretty much everyone back. So, so the big measuring stick that, that we've been waiting to see is, um, how do they both do against the common opponent, Boyle County? Because Boyle County, they, uh, they played LCA the second week of the year. LCA did not have their quarterback. And uh, they had to play Mason Moore at quarterback. And LCA still beat him 35-28 at Boyle. Now, definitely people say, well, teams get better through the year. Well, yeah, LCA's gotten a lot better. Boyle's gotten a lot better. And so I'm like, well, let's just see how it how it goes out when Frederick Douglass plays Boyle. Because if Frederick Douglass loses to Boyle, you, you say LCA's the top team in the city. And then sometimes people's like, no, 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 you can't use common opponents to like, do rankings. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to do rankings then? How am I supposed to do rankings? I can't use common opponents. I, and I got to go back to last year. So pretty odd there. I, I mean, so if Douglas, you know, if Douglas beats Boyle, Boyle County, then, you know, close six, seven points, you can make an argument. Okay, maybe Douglas should get the nod over LCA. Maybe not. LCA has like five top 25 wins, and they're also undefeated. Um if Douglas blows out LCA or blows out um, Boyle by 30, 20, something like that, Boyle plays their stars. Okay, I, I move Boyle to or move Douglas up even higher, maybe top two, top three in the state. But if they lose, I mean, if they lose to Boyle, uh, newsflash, they're going to be dropped below LCA and dropped below Boyle. I mean, so people say, oh, you can't. I mean, come on. Like these things people say is weird. And then people, they, they get into the head to head. One more rankings thing. They get into the head-to-head, and it's like, people's like, oh, why you got Murray below um, Mayfield in class uh, 2A? They're like, didn't uh, Murray beat Mayfield? Oh, I didn't know that every time there was a head-to-head that the team had to be ranked below them. I didn't know that. That'd be impossible to do rankings if you just went by head-to-head. Oh, well, um, Kentucky, they uh, lost to um, Evansville, say, in week two, so they've got to be below Evansville. Uh Okay, and then you get circular logic. So I'm like, um, I'm like, hold on, let me pull this up here. Let me let me pull it up. Just one more rankings thing. When when you do rankings, people love to give their opinion, which is great. I mean, I appreciate the feedback, but I don't know, man. These unbiased people that are biased, it's it's weird. So let's see, was it Callaway County here? Okay, here we go. 
Let me just get on my soapbox here. Callaway County. Or was it Caldwell? Okay. Callaway County. Nope, it must have been Caldwell County. I get those two mixed up. Caldwell County. So Caldwell, Caldwell County, they lost to Mayfield. They beat Murray. Okay. So you would think it would be, just looking at that, you'd have Mayfield, and then Caldwell County, and then Murray. But then Murray beats Mayfield. So people's like, well, Murray beats Mayfield, so they got to be automatically, no matter, you don't look at other results, they got to be in front of Mayfield. I'm like, well, okay, what about Caldwell County? Now, buddy, you've got yourself caught in some circular logic where one team beats, each team beats each, each other, and then it's like people's head's going to explode. So anyway, you can't just look at the head-to-head, and then um, you got to take it all in, into consideration. So anyway, back to Frederick Douglass against Boyle County. Boyle County has had a pretty good season. Uh, let's pull them up here. Let me pull them up here. They have played a little better schedule than uh, Dunbar. I mean, than Douglas. Maybe they're not, because they're not roped into this thing where you got to play all these public schools in Fayette County. If that's what, if that's true, I mean, I, that was weird. That that's maybe they're right though. Whatever someone posted, they beat Tate's Creek thirty-one-six. That wasn't really pretty to open the season. It was close for a while. Uh, then they lost to LCA at home, 35-28. So not the best opening of the season. Um, they beat Pulaski County 60-29. Pulaski dealing with some injuries. Um, their top wide receiver got hurt, uh, I think, the second week of the year. and That's a lot of points to give up, 29 points. But Pulaski's they're a top 35, top 40 team in the state, probably, maybe. That's not a bad win. They beat Henderson 48-14. Henderson's kind of tanked it. You know, my son, Jude Reason, how well he's eight years old and he eight years he's eight weeks old almost and he picks the game of the week each week and he's got them all right except Henderson I don't know what happened to Henderson I mean Henderson was playing Apollo and Jude roll was rolling with Henderson because if you look at common opponents they had beat at Central Harden thirty four six okay so Henderson beat at Central Harden thirty four six and then Central Harden they had lost to. Um, they had beat Apollo 43-13. And then, so it's like, okay, let's use that as common opponents, you know. And then Henderson turns around and loses to Apollo uh, by a score of um, 21-10. So that's the one KSR game of the week that he's gotten wrong. And so he's vowed, or I vowed on his behalf, that he's never picking Henderson County again. So sorry, Henderson Jude is not going to be picking you. You ruined his perfect record. So I'm a little bitter about Henderson County. Like, what happened? Like, what in the world happened to Henderson County? Um, I have no idea. I mean, they started out with such promise. But anyway, so the win over Boyle, over Henderson, not not looking as great. They beat Boyle, or Boyle beat Bowling Green 31 nothing. Well, Bo- Bowling Green, they're not really, you know, anything like they were last year. I threw them a bone last, er, in the preseason, ranked them like 14 and... He was like, that's too low, that's too low, boy. You're crazy, you don't know what you're doing. I'm like, yeah, maybe I don't know what I'm doing because I had them too high. Apparently, I had um, Covcath too high at 30. Well, they're not doing so good. I had the three teams. I had Covcath, and and then I had, um, well, I, I guess that was two of them, Boyle, or excuse me, Bowling Green and Covcath. Uh, I, I did have St. X a little bit low, so that was I did mess up on that one. Um, let's see here. So Boyle, they beat North Harden. North Harden, they struggled this year. They were good last year. This year, they kind of struggled. 
They beat them 49-6. Uh, they beat Lexiath in, in the ugly game. Lexiath is a top 25 team, uh, but they're not in Douglas's, you know, near where Douglas is ranked. But they beat Lexiath 16-10. They beat Anderson, who's not good, 56-0. They beat Bourbon 49-12. So their top 25 uh, tests came against um, Lexington Christian and um, Lexington Catholic. And then Pulaski's pretty good, too. So so they've played a tougher schedule. Um, and, uh, you know, that game against LCA, that kind of determined where they've been ranked for the rest of the year. Like, if Boyle had won that game, they'd probably be up two or three where LCA is. And LCA would probably be right down, you know, six or seven where Boyle is. So, uh, so who do I think this game is more important for? I think that, you know, in the last game of the year, a lot of times people will rest their starters to get ready for the playoffs. But but then when you get the RPI on the line, uh, sometimes people don't don't rest their stars. But I don't really think the RPI is on the line this game because you got Boyle County, who's ranked RPI of .722. The next highest RPI is Lexcath, .700. But they're in the same district, so that doesn't matter because they'll play in the second round at Boyle no matter what because Boyle won the district. And then next is Corbin with .67. So I don't think Corbin could catch Boyle County, I really don't. They're the only three teams anywhere close. So um, Corbin plays Campbell, who's, I mean, they get a bonus for playing up to 6A, but Campbell's not that great of a team. So I think Boyle still maintains the number one RPI, win or lose. Um, so I don't think the game, they, I don't think they've got to play all their starters for the RPI in this one. And plus, they've got some pretty good competition this year, and they played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games in two top 25 teams. So they may rest some stars. They may play them a half. They may play the, play to win. I, I don't know. But but if you look on the other side, Frederick Douglass, I think they've got to play their starters. They've got to get some reps in for these guys. They've played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, only eight games. They've only played one top 25 team, and that was the first week of the season. So I really think that they're they're going to need some – reps for their starters, like, uh, I mean, the last few weeks, they've just blown out teams, uh, they had an opening on October 8th, they, uh, actually, they only played, from September 24th, they, they played a game, and their next game is October 15th, so, they just need the reps, um, I really don't think the RPI really matters, uh, because I think they're, 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 right now, they're neck and neck, they're just ahead of Woodford County, um, and then next, they're point six seven, but the next highest is point six three, which is both Owensboro and South Warren. So does it really matter if you're number one or number two in RPI in this case? Because if they're number one, then they'll play. I mean, who knows? That it's a coin flip between Owensboro or South Warren. So it's hard to know which one you're going to play because they're so close. It'd be a home game. So who really cares? I mean, who cares? Like, uh, would you rather play Owensboro or South Warren? I don't know. I don't really know. They. They had bad luck with Owens. I mean, they lost Owensboro last year. They might rather play South Warren, but South Warren's ranked higher. Of course, Owensboro doesn't have their quarterback, Gavin Wimsett. So I don't really think it matters for an RPI purpose uh, because it doesn't matter who's one or two when it comes to the finals. I mean, it's a neutral game at Kroger Field. So, um, so yeah, I don't think the RPI matters uh, in this game, but I think that they need some reps. So, anyway, that sets the stage. So I think that Douglas... They really need to come out and show something because, they, like I said, they haven't played a top 25 team since August 20th. Um, as far as who the favorites are, you know, I mean, 
I mean, if you look on my Twitter, maybe I got a lot of Frederick Douglass fans on my Twitter. I don't know. There's 260-some votes. It's like 67% for Douglass. If you look on Bluegrass Preps, it's like 50-50 for Douglas and Boyle County. With I think it was 51-49 Boyle. So, I don't know. Douglas playing at home is probably the favorite. Um, like, Boyle County, they just get it done every year. I mean, they won the championship last year. Two years ago, they lost by one to Johnson Central. Uh, a missed extra point kind of did them in. Uh, they weren't able to recover from that. Um They've got a great kicker. You know, Jackson Smith, it could come down to a last-second kick. They'd have the advantage there. You know, Frederick Douglass, they had a chance last year to miss a short field goal against Owensboro, so I don't know if the kicking game is their strength. But certainly is for Boyle. Um, Ziesmer's a, a beast on the defensive line. You know, Boyle may have advantage in the defensive line. I don't know. But Douglas has a deep and talented secondary and a great linebacking as well they may have the top you know back seven in the state um they're so deep uh for the wide receivers you got Cole Lanner he's having a great year for Boyle he needs to get some more recognition some offers hopefully those will come soon of course Dane Key's got several offers um he's going to be picking uh, Thursday night right right before the game uh down to several teams but the main team might be Michigan and UK so He's really good. So that's a good wide receiver matchup. Samuel Cornett has gotten a lot better for for um, Douglas after coming in last year. Last year was his first year. Threw some picks against um, North Harden, but then kind of right of the ship as the year went. This year he's having a great year. Uh, Jagger, G- Gillis, he gives him Boyle County more of a threat out of the to run it. He's more of a dual threat. Cornett's going to mostly throw it. So, you know, being a dual threat helps there. Um like I said, you know, both teams lost good players from last year. Shepherdson's a big loss from Boyle, and they have some others. So they uh, had a great uh, running back as well that graduated. And uh, Douglas lost some guys from last year too, like Crowdis, Burton, Neal. So I think it should be a really, really good matchup. We've been looking forward to this match for, matchup for a long time. It's going to be pretty cold and raining. Well, maybe 50s, but rain will make it cold. I'll be covering it for KSR. We'll be putting videos on Twitter. Uh, should be exciting. So let's just talk about the team's postseason potential. You know, I think it's going to be Boyle, Corbin, Johnson Central. The Franklin's making some noise too. Some others in 4A. The 4A is going to be exciting. But, you know, are you going to have to go through Johnson Central and Corbin? That would be tough. But, I mean, a lot of people are saying Corbin the favorite now. But I just, until someone... I mean, Boyle just has that will to win, you know. Hard to pick against Boyle in 4A. And then in 5A, man, 5A's got a lot of deep teams. But let me talk about Douglas the last few years. they uh, Last year they ran into the best, arguably the best player in the state in Gavin Wimsett. And I think they got down 21 nothing, And they, they had, let's just talk about their last drives in the last games of the season. You know, last year um, they drove down there. Uh, field goal to win it or a touchdown would win it. And I think they had time to run a play or two maybe at the end if they were to manage it right. But they kind of – I think it was like fourth and really short or they had some time and they ended up kicking the short field goal, missed it. You know, I wouldn't rely on the field goal in high school unless I had like a great kicker. Even if I did, I wouldn't rely on it, you know. Like uh, even the missed – LC had the great kicker and the extra point was blocked against Beachwood last year. If it's really short or something, I, I like to go for it, you know. So maybe they, they wish that they, they would have gone for it. Um, 
I'm not sure instead of you know settling for the field goal, and then the year before, I just ran into the best player again. It was uh, Michael Mayer. He's a beast for Covington Catholic, and he did some some things on offense. Was a beast on defense. It was fourteen seven. They uh, I just remember they just couldn't throw the ball. I'm like y'all need to do something. I mean they they had no spark at quarterback in that game, and uh, just could not move the chains. I mean that was just the offense did him in. And and I think the offense is, has, you know, as great a talent as they have on offense. I think it's kind of done them in on game-winning potential drives the last few years in the playoffs. The year before that, it was against Scott County, and uh, Douglas was favored in Scott County. Marched down the field, had a big drive for a touchdown. Douglas had a chance to uh, move it down the field and score. It was really cold. I remember that game over Douglas, and this couldn't get that game-winning touchdown. You know, that's uh, – they're going to have to prove that they can consistently throw the ball as they weren't able to do some of these last few years. And when when the game is on the line, can they throw the ball? Can they settle, not settle for field goal attempts, but go for the touchdown? Um, so that's kind of my thoughts on Frederick Douglass. They've had a team that could win it the last three years, at least for sure the last two years. And uh, I was there. I mean, I, I would have liked to see him break through. It would have been exciting, kind of. There was a lot of excitement around it. So I like this Douglas team. I like this Boyle County team. These are two of my favorites uh, to watch. I, I wish them great success. But um, people keep talking about the talent at Douglas, the talent at Douglas. Can they put it together? You know, can they can they become a team that wins the state championship? Uh, South Warren's good. Wood, uh, Woodford County's really good. Owensboro's surprisingly good without Wimsett. So um, Southwestern's pretty good. They almost beat Douglas last year. Douglas was not peaking at the right time last year. Maybe this year they will be, but I think playing that soft schedule kind of does them in. That's why it's important to have this game. I was there at the 7-on-7 in the summer, and it was a heated game between Douglas and uh, Boyle County, and right after they were instantly looking forward to to this matchup, you know. People had it circled, and it's like the Boyle parents were mad about some sort of hit, and then the Douglas sidelines started chirping. I don't know if it's just the coaches, but it was it was interesting. It was an interesting dynamic to be there, and uh, just maybe they were just having a good time. But it didn't seem like that the two teams. I think they respect each other, but I think they really want to beat each other. So um, I like both these teams. I think it'd be very exciting. I'd like to see them both go really far in the state tournament. I think they play a good brand of football, and um, that's really all i got to say about that. I picked on KSR. I picked Douglas, my son, who's better picker than me. He picked Boyle County. You know, I mean, he's he's a, he's a fan of the Rebels, so he thinks Jackson Smith's going to kick a game winner and make it 35-32 Boyle. Uh, just quickly, some other games. Johnson Central, Belfry. Belfry's playing pretty well now, so – Finally gives some John, Johnson Central the best competition of the year. We'll kind of see what Johnson Central is all about. And this mail manual game is so exciting. A lot of trash talk online. I like it. I like the trash talk. Uh, a lot of mail trash talk towards manual. I think they're pretty confident that they're going to win the game. Males, I got them ranked number one in the state. They're probably, some pulls them as high as top 40, top 50 in the country. Manual was rolling, but I mean, they lost to. Um, St. X 42-10 a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, and then Mayo has a win over St. X. So, looking at common opponents, I don't know. I think Mayo should be the heavy favorite in that one. But 
Northeast's tough for Manuel, and then Manuel's got to bounce back and play Saint X in the second week of the regular uh, of the district. And like I said, that was not a good matchup for them. And I don't think PRP is going to crash that party. There was an article on Courier Journal: Could PRP crash that party? And then right after that, like Manuel beat him forty-two nothing. So I, I think it'd be Manuel Saint X, but who knows? Um, so Mel's really good too. You know, that should be an interesting game. That game has been played for over a hundred years consecutively until last year's was. Not able to play for some reason. Poor Mayo last year. I mean, they. I was looking in basketball. They played like eight, nine, like they played like twelve games. It was crazy. Like what's going? And then this new testing thing in Jefferson County Public Schools, where even if you're vaccinated, now you got to start getting tested every week. The kids, they don't want that. Poor kids. That's why they got the vaccine. Like they're like, hey, y'all get the vaccine. You don't have to be tested and all that stuff. Now they make them be tested. I don't understand that. Like to play football and stuff like. That could really hurt some of the JCPS schools. Like, they could have a player get a false positive or some sort of test that keeps them out, and these other schools aren't having the test, and then now they're losing their top players. So who knows what's going to happen. But I think it's a little bit of an advantage to any school that's not the JCPS. And uh, I don't know. If they keep doing this for, like, basketball and stuff, as they were strict last year, they weren't able to play for, like, a month until the other schools played, I could see more people going the alternative route to private schools or something. Um, I don't know. JCPS has their own set of rules over there. But I would just ask the kids, you know, if you're really concerned, uh, and it's really for the kids, ask them what they think, you know. See what these kids want to do. These kids are smarter than you guys think they are. Uh, They're smarter than a lot of these boards think they are. Uh, Let them kind of weigh in as well and have a say. And if if they like the testing, I'm all for it. They say, no, I got the vaccine, so I don't have to be testing. So now this gives people less incentive to take the vaccine because they're they're going to be tested anyway. So I don't understand it. I mean, I don't, me and them, we're not really on the same page, me and the JCPS. But what, what in the world do I know? I don't know. I just, I just want to see the kids able to play, especially some of these kids who their only way out um in a sense, is a college scholarship and being able to play and get in front of scouts to to limit that is uh, detrimental to the kids, in my opinion. But if that's what the kids wanted to do, if y'all surveyed the kids and that's what the kids want, then I'm all for it. So uh, good luck to all of them. And I'm sorry that they have to undergo those tests. Those are no fun. Um, Thank you for listening to the Kentucky High School Sports Podcast.